Hey, everybody. Gaurav, what's going on this week? Uh, I learned that you are a grumpy neighbor. Yeah, okay, but I'm weaponized with a lightsaber. And I'm, and I'm done sucking up to Dyson. <laughs> Enjoy the show, everyone. Can you confirm that? It's filmed in front of a live studio audience. It's the 10 hottest toys your kids are going to want this holiday season. That guy with the earring that comes on before the movies. It was funny, though. For a radio shack. And the time before uh, social media, right? Like, they had to tell us what the toy of the season was. And you had to, like, watch on, like, the Today Show. And be like, oh, if I don't fucking get a beanie baby, we're toast. (laughs) And it was their choice, right? (laughs) It really was. Okay. Is that how you wanted it? <laughs> oh, I don't think it was how I wanted it. C Plus Productions proudly presents Can You Confirm That? Starring Gorov Wander and John Brown. Welcome, everybody, to Can You Confirm That? We're here again. For your listening pleasure, this is episode 162 of our podcast. I'm here with Gorov Wander. Whoa, look at that. Full name. Is this for legal purposes? Am I in trouble? <laughs> Did you have a middle name? Do you have a sin <laughs> that you could give provide? Not today. <laughs> do you have a middle name? I don't know your middle name if you do. Uh, I've got two. Uh, oh. I think we've talked about this many a time. Oh, okay. But... Never mind. It's fine. I don't remember a lot of things about you either. It's okay. Well, it's recorded, so now I feel bad. That's ah, fine. <laughs> now people get, now they understand that it's a true friendship. We're not just two people thrown together to do a pod, right? This, was, <laughs> this wasn't one of those demo things where, like, they put us together for auditions and decided these two people will work. But I now don't remember. <laughs> but I don't remember. So is it a true Yeah, friendship? that's what I mean. That's that's true shit, man. Like, we've learned so much about each other that we only remember the stuff that we want to, like, use during insult oh, I see. time I right? See. Like, I see. right that's what it is yeah you know john uh it's been almost 20 years um and i've yet to tickle an elmo that's all i'm gonna say wow that's relatively cryptic it depends if you heard the start of this podcast or not well that's my way of saying make it the intro i'm sure it'll work <laughs> um, anyways what number are we at? What's this? Are you, what do we what, what do we look? What are we welcoming people to again? I think I didn't I just say, but now I have to like double check myself. We're on I feel like you welcomed them. Yeah, we're on hundred sixty-two. That's it. The number I didn't hear the number. I don't think because mm. uh, that's what kicks me into high gear. That's what gets me going. That's what gets the juices flowing, as Will Ferrell would say. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's provocative. That's what, uh, what the kids are talking about. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 162. It's been a good run. <laughs> See you guys later. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were still so young, they'll say, right? They'll like, <laughs> they barely got off the ground. Um, some of them will say we weren't even going to pay attention until they got to the 200s, and we knew it was real. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens with all big podcasts. Right. Man, I remember uh, the early days um, when you would get the DMs and people would say things like, you're still doing this? <laughs> and you'd have to respond back with like, I thought you were still listening. And then they'd be like, well, we are now. 
And I'd be like, well, that's great. Stick around. Right. And and it's onward and upward since then. Here we are making fun of new sponsors every week. <laughs> they never pay. But I guess it's because it's like we demonetize ourselves every week by like saying shit about them before we talk about them. Right. So it really is a problem that we both have. Yeah. <clears throat> I know. I know. Right? Terrible filters. I think it's one of those things where uh, we might have to fly the flag of like, we can't be bought. You know what I mean? <laughs> where it's like, you have to, you have to pay us as like, as like a PBS because PBS can't be bought and neither can, can you confirm that? Right. Yeah, no, I, I, I can be bought for sure. If you're listening, I just want to put it out there that I definitely can be bought. So reach out at uh, john.brown. <laughs> uh, here's my price.com. Uh, <laughs> no, that's fair. That's good. It's good to know where you stand. Cheap, um, too. I, 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 oh, would of course. Assume, I would assume it wouldn't take much. Like, If I come in here being a negative Nelly and super like pessimistic <laughs> all the time, you'll know that I've been bought. And I'm like shelling, like selling something on the side, right? Right, right. I mean, listen, sometimes people have mental health issues, John, and when they struggle, they should turn to somebody like BetterHelp. <laughs> BetterHelp can help you get through the tough times in life. You shall. You shall. There you go. All right, Gora. You know what I'm excited about? Today is going to be the Halloween episode. Oh, our Halloween. fourth Halloween episode, but potentially. It's our Olympic. It's our Olympic episode on the Halloween side. That's great. Yeah. Only comes around every four years, folks. We're going to go big. So I'm excited for this spooky episode. What was that? Oh, jeez. It was a ghost behind you. I think this apartment is haunted. It was the Bigfoot and all of the other things from that. What was the thing that you used to love watching? Uh, who were the people with the ranch? The Oak Island? Was that it? Oh, yeah. Well, I think there's a few of those. That yeah. own, I like that kind of genre. A lot of the people in that genre own ranches. <laughs> it's a good business to get into. If you can, <laughs> buy a few ranches and just sell them out to like paranormal activity shows. Yeah. They all live in like parts of the u.s that have a lot of space i think that's a big part of it too like not yeah. dense populated areas <laughs> listen i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say that that makes sense though yeah right no because yeah. uh if you're if you are uh spooksters and or aliens or anything um listen man years of elf has taught me you don't look for New York City. You look for like Kenosha, Wisconsin, right? Like somewhere where you can hide. Yeah. Smallville, if you will, right? Sure. Like you're sure. looking for places that aren't on the map. Yeah. Look where Dexter moved to. He like, he was up in like Red Deer or some shit, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Dexter's, <laughs> uh, Dexter's not the greatest example. He, he's, uh, he's a monster in his way. But he ran and went somewhere secluded. No, but I mean, he's nor alien nor Bigfoot. He's like an actual creepy <laughs> man who, like, you know, could inspire other men to do the same. Yeah. Do you think you have it in you? Do you think you could live by the code? Oh, my God. Do you think I could be a serial murderer? Is that what you're asking me right now? <laughs> I'm saying <No>? that 
Dexter made it so that you could question yourself. Like, no, but here's what Dexter does. Then here's the genius of Dexter, right? Dexter is one of those things where um, it's not like, you know, Charles Manson or something where it's like, it's a crazy serial killer culty kind of thing where it's like anybody anywhere in the town would be like, that guy's got serial killer vibe. Right. Um, Like, you can watch things all the time and be like, that dude's a serial killer, right? Just because you pick up a thing, right? But but with Dexter, the code made it so that anyone who kind of wanted to be just had to follow a certain guidebook. It was like the, the, the girl guides to being a serial killer. So really, it's not about whether like you're mentally unstable, John. That's not the question. We all know you are. We're 162 <laughs> episodes in. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but the question is... Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you could follow the code of like actually doing it the way that Dexter's dad had prescribed so that you don't get caught? And I'll tell you, honestly, between me and you, um, I can't because <laughs> I would probably be getting caught after the fact that like I just. I don't know how that man brings donuts to work every day and smiles and is so happy with other people. I can't do that part of the thing. I could do everything else. Yeah, but, but bringing like, the donuts is a fucking hard part, man. <laughs> I think Dexter's so crazy. Like, okay, we all liked him as a character, but he is super nutso. Like, he's talking to himself like a narrator in his head all the time. Like, hey, hey, hey! A lot of people have an inner voice. Relax. Not, not like that, but. I think that part of that, like he's always on and obsessed. So this, the whole act of being a nice guy and bringing donuts is still like, Ooh, I'm murdering. Like he's excited the whole time about being on Harry's code and like all that shit. Like, yeah, that's all I'm saying. I could put up some great tarps and duct tape things and make it clean. Um, But like faking niceness, like that's something that only serial killers can do. (laughs) <laughs> God, I was going to say that uh, I uh, already fake a lot of ni- niceness, but um, I don't know if I could be if I could be that uh, that precise in a crime scene. I, I'd probably fail at that part. First. Well, no, there's a, okay. There's a um, there's a difference between like faking niceness and then also just being like skilled and artful at like grin screwing people. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the idea of like you got that smile on your face, but you're still like. Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. But, like, you're screwing them at the same time. It's like every car salesman, insurance agent, every every electronic salesman who's ever worked on commission and says things like, hey, brother, you're back. You want to take a look at the camera again? You know what I mean? Like, things like that. That's the grin screw, right? Like, it's just, you know it's fake. But No, you know what I am? I'm like, uh, do you know that meme where you see that girl and she's smiling with a group and then, like, she turns around and then she just... She's dead. The dead inside meme. That's that's more my style. I think I'm not grin screwing as much as <laughs> like uh, you're, interactions you're on elevators out. and stuff like that. Oh yeah, the weather. <laughs> you're not a big weather uh, small chit chat guy. You're not a chit cat. I don't know. I get chit chat vibes from you. Ooh, speaking of Kit Kat, it's the Halloween episode. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. <laughs> Sorry. Um but I gotta you know, ask the easier segue there would have been like to just like talk about chit chatting at the door of <laughs> trick or treaters, right? Like No, Gorov, I don't answer the door. 
<laughs> there we go. <laughs> Aren't you listening to what I've been saying? <laughs> Aren't you getting what I'm putting down? I don't give okay. out candy. It's when, like, you know, when you move out of your parents' house and then it's Halloween and you're like, oh, should we go give out candy at mom and dad's? That'll be fun. I'm just like, I'll just sit in the living room and not answer the door. Like, <laughs> The idea is that there's so many traditions, right? And people have to uphold traditions on all different sides all the time. And one of the things is that, like, there has to be someone on the other side of the coin, right? So if you're going to honor all traditions, someone has to be the person who puts razor blades in the candy apples. (laughs) (laughs) And if, John, you want to be that guy, no, someone has to play the role, right? No, I'm too passive. (laughs) You're the guy who's got bags of pennies ready for the UNICEF kids and nothing else. <laughs> I mean, if UNICEF doesn't have, like, square tap pay-as-you-go right now, we're in trouble. Like, that's the only yeah. way you're... You know what I mean? Like, I need a kid to show up with one of those fucking, like, UNICEF boxes that has, like, powered by square on it. And it's like, <laughs> just tap my chest. And I'll be like, well, that could get me in trouble, but hold on. <laughs> like, Here, guard. Just scan this QR code and then yes. don't... Right? There you go. And they got a QR code for sure. Um, a new game came out last Friday that's been anticipated. The new Spider-Man 2 for PlayStation 5. You're, you have two sons who are like prime Spider-Man 2 age. So I'm surprised that they're not on you to upgrade to that PS5 yet. They, You know what? They will be. Uh, I think they'll be excited when it's here. But like, luckily for me, my guys are still living in a world where like, Super Mario Wonder is a thing. Oh, cool. Right? And That's like cool. Minecraft is still a thing. Right. So um I was gonna ask you the question though, do you really think that game's even for kids? Oh, I don't oh, know. I, don't know. I, I mean, I, I love I, it. I love and it. I'm forty two. So I That's what I mean. I feel like I feel like most people that I have seen be excited about it on my socials are people that I can remember in, like, the early 2000s playing, like, that Batman Arkham game or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, they're the same people, right? Like, they're the same ones. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you think kids get excited for games? Like, do you think there's 12-year-olds who get excited for video games? I think they get excited for, like... For um, sure, for sure. A video game app, right? Yeah. Like, I think they I think they like their Fortnites. I think they like their Robloxes. I think they like whatever sort of is the new Candy Crush of the day. Um, my godson is 11 and he's really, really wanting that game. Is there, is the godson's uh, parentals gamers? Uh, no, not even really. No. Oh, okay. So that's interesting then. But there's obviously a PS5 in the house that would make a child feel that like it's attainable enough, right? Like, yeah, he's a big Fortnite guy. He's a big Fortnite guy. That's what I mean. All right. Yeah. Fortnite. It's like the it's like the 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 pop culture du jour kind of games or the things where you're community building with a bunch of other folks. Um I get it. Um if I you don't get Spider-Man. Know. Yeah. yeah. Do you think I'm gonna love it? Do you think I'll like it though? It's the question. Like fuck the kids. It's about me. <laughs> like am I gonna like it? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm I'm the one paying the bills here, right? Like uh are you gonna play it or watch them play it and enjoy watching them play? You're being very sweet and very gentle with me right now. I appreciate this. Just say that I'm going to suck at it because I don't know how to mash buttons quick <laughs> enough. Just be real, man. 
Just but I'm real. not. I'm not here to talk about Spider-Man the video game. Anyways, what I'm thinking is the Spider-Man costumes. Oh yeah, that uh, are that come out for Halloween these days are way better than the Spider-Man costumes that came out in our day. Because in our day, like our mom put a pair of dyed red underwear on our face and some mm-hmm. sunglasses and said we That's were right. Spider-Man. <laughs> and nowadays they're like padded muscle suits and like like full on uh, like plastic shaped face and then <clears throat> pull over the mask like look like Spider-Man shit that we never even came close to having. And no, it's pretty and cool, right? It's uh... Man, it's what a time to be alive, as I always <laughs> say, right? Like these Gen Z kids, you're my, you're my heroes. Um, <laughs> but truthfully, like, yeah, why? I don't know why, but it does feel like there is now, in this year of 2023, a costume for every price point, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when we were growing up, it was, um, you know, you got to the Wolco, a Kmart, Maybe there was a Robinson's near you if you wanted to go a little bit upscale on like what you wanted. Um, but you still ended up with the same shit. Everybody had the same exact thing with like the plastic Mac, like with the with the rubber band snapping onto the back of their head. Like maybe, maybe someone was able to get lucky enough to get one of those like rubber ass masks that went over their face uh, full on. But that's it. That's all we had. Those were the options. And yeah. nowadays it really is like... um. The fact that there's a store that pops up every Halloween season and like the empty, like, you know, what I mean? like a spirit Halloween existing is crazy to me um, because it just it speaks to the idea of how fun. And it makes sense because. Like somebody somewhere was getting good costumes, right? We mm-hmm. used to watch all these things back in the day, like married with children would have like a Halloween episode and like Ted Bundy's in a costume. Ted Bundy? No, Al Bundy. Uh, <laughs> Two very different gentlemen. Um, Al Bundy's in a costume and it looks like good. And you're like, wow, that's so nice and authentic. But it's like, you couldn't buy that anywhere. It's not, there wasn't enough places near you to go get that from. Um, so it's a weird thing. Um, I think the options are great, but I still, at the end of the day, man, like buy the cheapest thing you can for a child. They're going to destroy it during the school parade. If the school even allows it. Cause you know, demons um demons walking the halls it's just not allowed anymore there's so many things it it really is right i don't make that up right like i mean i say that as someone who's got kids who's who's like uh who always views everything that the school asks him to do with his kids through the prism of like is that what they ask my parents to do and i can tell you right now no right like i walked through the damn halls of grade six like with face paint Looking like a white-faced Dra- Dracula. I remember it. I got pictures Whoa. of it. You went like, white face. You went in white went, face. <laughs> I had to. It was part of the costume kit. It came with it, <laughs> right? Like, you got to use all the parts that come with the costume. But now, <laughs> but now it's like they have rules about like no masks, uh, no like no weapon, like no plastic swords and shit, right? Like you can't. So if you're going as as like Captain Jack Sparrow, you can wear like eighty-five percent of your costume with you. Yeah. And the other 15% stays at home, and then you can wear that to maybe a party and or trick-or-treating, right? So um, it's strange. But I would say there's never been a better time to be an adult who's throwing a Halloween party, though. Oh, because everyone can get on board? 
man, the costumes are sick, right? Like, uh, it, that's what I mean. Like, it, it's it's way, I get, like, I get it now. I used well, to think Halloween parties were lame, but I get it now. I enjoy them a little bit in the sense of, like, um, you like dressing up. I do, I guess. That's okay. Uh, that's all right. I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan. No, but I, it's like, listen, I. Let's normalize it, okay? It's not, let's normalize it. <laughs> no, you know what I'll say is, okay. Normalize Halloween, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound stupid and be like, oh, this is what these guys do on this goddamn podcast all the damn time. They always got to make it about race. But it's like, there is a part about it where, to me, it's like, it's fun for me now. Do we do that? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like how sincere you know. were there. You were so that. sincere in that moment. It was so, it was so funny. Uh, but it's one of those things where it's like, I think it's fun now that we're all sort of on the same page of like, do you know how many times I couldn't go as like Babe Ruth because Babe Ruth wasn't Brown, but I would have loved to have. Right. But but now, but now I get to go as Babe Ruth though. I am Brown. Right. And what that means is like, there's some, like it's all the pendulum has come back in my favor. Right. So it's like the white guy who wants to go as Michael Jackson has to really think about it now. Like right. they really have to think about whether they want to go as Michael Jackson or Mike Tyson <laughs> or whatever. And if they're going to go as Mike Tyson and somebody's there throughout the night and they're like, are you, you're a boxer. Or are you, what are you, are you like one of the, are you uh one of the Klitschko brothers? <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, yeah, I am. Right. And like for that moment, he also drops the way he talks. He doesn't say that I'm actually Mike Tyson. He just said, "No, I'm a Klitschko brother." Right? Like, that's just who was that guy who visited every school who like fought with Muhammad Ali, George Chavalo, or whatever? Oh yeah, Are I can only George Chavalo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was there for, that, for the Chavaloster. I fell asleep in that assembly. <laughs> I was because so, so PA so did, chess so listeners, did he, right? right? He did yeah. Too. Oh my God! Anybody listening who damage. went who went to high school with me and John and like the handful of you who might listen, um, my goodness, I felt so bad about that, and I'm not, and I'll tell you why. I was jazzed going in because uh, I was a nerd back then, and I knew back then that like, yo, this is the only guy who's ever actually fucking knocked him out all down to it, like a knee. Like this is pretty fucking cool. This is gonna be sick. He's gonna tell us all about that fight. He's gonna tell us all about Muhammad Ali. This is gonna be sick. He's gonna tell us about the courage he had to build up to to like fight the biggest, greatest fighter of all time. And it was an hour and a half of like my kid was on drugs and he killed himself. And now I feel bad about it because I wasn't around. And I'm like, that's not the assembly I signed up for. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just, God, God bless Shivalo, like, and everything he's done, and, like, and all of this, like, the fact that he went out there and put his story out there and wanted yeah. to tell it. He but was a bummer, the, right? <laughs> but at the same time. No, but, I mean, like, John, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, okay, imagine somebody's, like, hey, uh, Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David are in town, and they're going to do a sit-down. And you're like, oh, my God, they're going to talk about Seinfeld. This is going to be amazing. They're going to tell us about all these behind-the-scenes stories of Seinfeld, of, like, what it was like to work with, like, uh, Jason Alexander and Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Michael Richards and all this stuff. And then they sit down and they and they proceed to give you, like, an hour-and-a-half story of, like, the Holocaust. Yeah. Or, like... You, right? It's like you weren't expecting it, but you understand why they're doing it. It's one of those yeah. things. It's like one of those things where it's like, Shivala, it's like, I wasn't expecting that. 
but I get why you're doing it, right? Yeah. Like, but I'm Jerry and Larry are here. like, they're like Jerry and Larry are like talking about like real estate in New York City. And of course. That's what it's about. Like, well, thank you for coming to DeveloperCon. <laughs> right? It's yeah. like okay, but I was like, that's not what I thought. I thought you guys were going to talk about a new show you were developing. <laughs> like it's. Yeah. Oh fuck. But yeah, that's that's the idea, Shavala. So your kids uh, are your yeah. are your kids dressing up for Halloween? They are. They do. Um, yeah. Do they get jazzed about it? I'll tell you what. My kids are uh, probably the most accurate representation of me. Only in Halloween. Nothing else in life, right? Everything <laughs> else are like they're driven. They're smart. They're ambitious. They get shit done. They don't wait around for things. So they're like nothing like me. But when it comes to <laughs> Halloween. Halloween is where they're like, I wouldn't be able to work with them. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> yeah, man, they, they would drive you nuts. You'd be getting emails every day. Oh, uh, I'd drive them nuts. Probably. Mr. Oh, Brown. You are carrying you, Mr. Brown. <laughs> you guys would be a great, great matchup, man. You guys would have calendar invites and everything. Um, they, they, they get excited about it. They get really excited about it. Way too late okay mm-hmm. right the idea is like you can start bringing up in the idea of like september october like early october like hey what do you want to do for hell what do you want to be oh oh no but on october 28th without fail these two are the most excited so in like locked in on exactly what they want to be uh something that's so unique so special nobody's thought of very creative and totally impossible to fucking put together in three days <laughs> so right. they, this episode comes out on uh, October 27th. Yes. Bring your ear pods and listen to Can You Confirm That while you're in line waiting to buy your kid uh, a, yep. a costume eh, at, at Spirit. Costco probably. Some. Are you going to dress up too then? Are you going to an adult no. party? No, <laughs> no. No and okay. no. This is a Halloween where I'm going to sit around and do nothing but maybe watch some scary movies. Mm. I'm not buying into the spirit this much this year. I don't know what it is. I'm not a big anti-Halloween guy. I actually enjoy the season. I think it's fun. Um, but for some reason, I just couldn't get there this year. Um, I don't know what it is. I Maybe it's like... COVID. <laughs> yeah, I just don't have a taste for it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Uh, I don't know what it is, but it, it it's not fully there. They're excited. Um, uh, they've got their costume ideas. They will go trick or treating. I am I am pretty sh- certain of that. Uh, but no parties on my horizon. No costumes this year. I'm not dressing up. I do not hate it, but <laughs> okay. I will tell you this much: I love the I love when I don't have to do it as well. You right, like. It's, yeah. it's like, no, but if you, if you drag me to a party, I'm going to have a good time. It's fun. Right. I, I just said like adults, I get it now. Um, but given the option, I don't mind just sitting this one out. I think is where I'm at. Do you think that's because cosplay is not weird anymore? Like people look at <laughs> cosplayers and go, Whoa, man, that takes a lot of work because we've seen videos now on social media of how much work it fucking takes. <laughs> So now we respect them, and um, now everyone kind of wants to look movie accurate. Yeah, I would say there. It's just there's so much that it makes it hard for me to understand what do I. You know, the cosplay stuff can get like 
dangerously too sexy sometimes. You know what I mean? Like in, in a way of like, huh, uh, I get what you were doing, but like Sailor Moon is still a teenager, right? <laughs> like it's like one of those things. Um, yeah, but that's all I'm saying. It, it's teenagers like other teenagers, so that's okay. As that's long as you, you're also a teenager, that's fair. But like, if it's like, um, I like the one where it's like, uh, I'm gonna be a lawyer, and everyone assumes sexy lawyer, but it's like, no, just a lawyer. Uh, those are fun for me. I because it's just it's. I don't. You feel like that part? Like, don't you think sexy Halloween is a little played out? Don't I think you think that, that's over. I think that um, what you really need to ask yourself is. Why do you go to sexy lawyer? Like, if I hear a lawyer, I don't think sexy lawyer at all. So you need to like, maybe I'm not that's an opportunity I'm, to reflect. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying all of Halloween culture goes that way, right? Like the idea of the assumption is always that it's like if because oh, like of Mean Girls, or, right? Yeah, I guess right, and it's still a thing. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes you get excited. Somebody tells you they like dressing up as Jasmine from Aladdin. You're kind of like, well, fuck yeah. <laughs> right? Like it is what it is. Hard to make that one not sexy. <laughs> again, again, and you know, I, I can get on board with Jasmine, but again, that's something. These are, these are ones that are popping up in your head and maybe not everyone's. <laughs> and so a, a man of a certain age, I guess. <laughs> Pink Power Ranger. You know that one? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I just say pick the ones that are like less obvious is that's what that's all I'm getting at is like I'm going as one of those bunnies from like the playboy like that's not creative right, anyway right 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 it's like when someone says they're dressing up as like people from Harry Potter and you're like ooh a sexy McGonagall yes sexy Hagrid yes that's what I go to Dumbledore with a dick nice <laughs> <laughs> oh that's bad. Whoa. <laughs> uh, hey, man, listen. We're here for everyone. <laughs> we played all angles at this pod. We're what, okay. Do you, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting off this. Uh, do you, do you, uh, do you hand out candy? And like, do you, or do you fondly remember? <laughs> candy giving? Uh, candy giving can be fun. Yeah. I, I've never, I was never a high traffic volume neighborhood. So that's oh, okay. one of those things, right? It's like you can talk to other people and they'll be like, I have like 400 people last night. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> you must be lying. Or I guess it could be true. Um, you think like, that's exciting? I, I don't think it's exciting. I like that nice, you know what? <laughs> I don't want to run out of candy. Right. So the idea is like there should be an ideal handing out candy night should be. 75 to 80% of all the candy you bought, right? So if you bought one box and it's 100 candies in there and you're giving out one per because you're like, you know, Scrooge, um, then you want to have like 75 kids come by. If you've got 200, you want to have like 150 kids come by. You just never want to be in that panic position of like, ah, oh, fuck, I've eaten all the candies I was supposed to hand out, right? We That's we talked we talked about me not being that nice of a person earlier in this episode. Do you know what I think about Halloween? It's like 
How is it like a whole neighborhood that just has to opt into this fucking night of buying, spending like, you know, $70 on candy for kids that you don't know who know how to ring a doorbell? Like, so fucking congratulations. You knocked on my door. Why do I have to opt into that? Like, that's where I really don't. I mean, you can turn the porch light off and sit inside. Like, nobody's asking. Like, Like, some punk kid's going to TP your front not necessarily. I mean, uh, my my theory is that the people who don't uh, either are at a party mm-hmm. or are taking their own young children out, right? Like they're so young that like the or it's a single parent or something, right? Like you can't hand out candy because I got to take my kids out, right? So all that kind of takes place. Um, and then there, the third most obvious option is it's like, well, that's that's Gary. Gary's a dick, anyways, right? Gary calls the cops when you're having a barbecue. And and Gary Gary fucking likes to cut his lawn at like six a.m. on a Sunday morning, anyways. But like, God forbid that you want to cut your lawn on a Friday night, right? Like, it that's just Gary, right? So you're just proving you're just proving that there is no option but to opt in because either either you do you opt in, or people think, well, maybe they're a single mother, or fucking Gary the dickhead, like. <laughs> There's no oh, options. <laughs> there is though, John. What you see, what you're missing is the loophole idea of <laughs> if you're not known as Gary the dickhead in the neighborhood, then you could simply be, oh my god, John the went out and took his niece trick or treating tonight. No, it doesn't have to you be. You might, you might get the benefit be of the doubt. There doesn't have to be an excuse. It's just like, oh, okay, next house. Well, yeah. It's not like you need to put a fucking letter on the door that says, like, I would normally hand out candy, but tonight, unfortunately, I have a softball game across town. Uh, if you return at 8.30 p.m., perhaps I can help you. No, you don't need to do that. Like, But there are, I, I would guarantee you, like, if you're, if you are someone who lives in the neighborhood, right? Like, you are a person of the neighborhood. You're not just trick-or-treating there because, like, the kids have friends or something like that. Um if you are, if you know the neighborhood, you know, like when you see the house with the light off, you're kind of like, I'm not surprised, right? Uh, see, you're already you're just, like, I'm not surprised. You're not getting out of that hole I'm in. Um. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's not hard and you can give yourself the heart out, right? I think there's so much more, um, it's so much easier, I would think, to be a good neighbor who hands out the candy and then decides at seven o'clock, fuck it, I've had it. And like then decides to turn the light off. And everybody can kind of be on the block and be like, you know what? They did it for a little while. They must have run out of candy. Uh, that's fine. People run out. But you could just be like, fuck it, I didn't want to do it anymore. And I'm gonna eat the rest of the candy. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. You decide. <laughs> what I've been trying to decide for the last little while, I'll tell you. I've been trying to decide if I can justify purchasing a lightsaber. Have we talked about this already on the on this podcast? Well, lightsabers like costumes, John, they vary in price. So I'm going to need you to tell me, like, what kind of lightsaber are we talking? Like, I, I can get you one for twelve ninety nine right now from Toys R Us, but you ain't going to like it. No, I can tell you that why I've been like debating justifying is that. Every time I price it out, it's around the four fifty to five hundred dollar mark. Well, goodness gracious, John! Um, yeah. I want uh, a good one because I'm going to be a sweet Jedi. 
<laughs> All I'm going to say is if I'm buying a lightsaber for 450 to 500 bucks, I best be able to slice somebody in half. Mm-hmm. Can it do that? Uh, like, I imagine if you hit enough times, like if they don't leave, if they just take it for long enough, eventually you could probably like. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to mute my mic, John, because I have thoughts here. <laughs> okay. But I want you to give me. I'm going to give you 30 to 45 seconds, John. And I really want you to think about this right now, okay? I want you to think about the idea that, like, we've talked many a times about, like, how there's no difference between, like, you know, $60 headphones and, like, $300 headphones, depending on how you're going to eat. I need to know how you're going to use this lightsaber. I want to know what makes it $450, John. Uh, I want to know how, um, how you have justified it to yourself that it's a good purchase. Cause I can tell you've already thought about this. You wouldn't bring it up unless you're like, it's already in the cart. I just need someone to say, fucking ship it. So, um, lightsaber, $500. Tell me what it does and why I should allow. I'm not even gonna say why I would buy it. I'm going to say why I should allow you to buy it. Well, again, I haven't bought it yet. So I'm waiting for a deal, maybe a Black Friday deal coming up. Uh, and I was hoping that you could help me find a deal on one of these because I don't want to spend $450. Uh, but, like, I can say to you that, have you seen those videos of those super cool guys on TikTok who can, like, spin a lightsaber around in the dark with their neighbors and like probably their wife ridiculing them in the background. I'm going to be one of those guys. I'm going to be one of those super cool dudes who learns how to spin a lightsaber around. That's really bright in a dark room and sounds really realistic. Just like fricking Anakin Skywalker. I'm going to learn the moves (laughs) and it's going to be, Epic. I don't know if that's five hundred dollars worth, John. That's why I haven't bought it. I'm saying, like, I don't know if that sold me on on why. Um, Are there are there like lightsaber competitions or tournaments you can join? Oh, I haven't even looked at that yet. I'm gonna wait till I'm good and before I put myself out there. This is one of those things where you like the only way for you to get real value out of it is to have a few of your other friends like you can't lightsaber duel yourself you're gonna need at least two or three others to like sucker in and buy this as well i have and one I'm, friend with one. yeah i'm i'm curious are you getting like a referral or kickback is this one of those things where it's like you're the avon lady of lightsabers now and like <laughs> you know you sell five of these and yours is free like what's the deal like what's going like i'm gonna start a pyramid scheme yeah you get your own tupperware out of it um goodness it's uh it's that's a lot of money i will look around john i will tell you this um i wouldn't know no okay so here's what here's what i'm getting at it's like you need to know what makes it special right because it's like if you can find let's say a 70 dollar lightsaber uh and maybe like a 200 dollar lightsaber Clearly, the $500 one has to do something that the other ones don't do. It can't just be like a lighter lightsaber, right? Like, there's got to be something else to oh, it that probably makes heavier. it. 
probably well, that's what I mean. Like, but it could be made of like titanium alloy, in which case it could be like the strongest but yet lightest ever made, right? Um, in which case, fine. Like, if it's made out of the same shit they make the iPhone 15 out of, okay. But if it's the same plastic that they make like a Hot Wheels car out of, then no, right? Um, I actually watched um, a uh, uh, Jerry Rig everything that channel on YouTube. He tears okay. down. He tears down stuff to look inside, and so he did an episode on the iPhone 15, and he like tore it apart and cut open the body and to see how much titanium's in it. It's not very much, but it, it's in it. It's in it. <laughs> it's like the legal minimum required in yeah, order to it. say that it's got titanium. Yeah, yeah it's like Taco okay. Bell beef. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, man, Taco Bell is healthy for you. They, hey, you're hey, you're yeah. in and you're out. They come in as the healthiest fast food. I'm just memeing, okay? <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, okay, I will support your cause here. I will say let's let's do some research. And let's look into what could be the best lightsaber possible. Well, is there um, anything techie you're looking for? Oh, man, there's always something techie I'm looking for. I was actually curious about whether or not going into, you know, listen, it's a quick turnaround, right, from Halloween. Uh, mm-hmm. You give out candies. You're on a sugar rush for, like, seven days after. Uh, you crash off of all of, the, like, the leftover candy come, like, November 8th, 9th, 10th. And then you realize, like, hey, Christmas is around the corner. Um, and then... That reminds you the Black Friday and, and how that's coming and how how turkey days are upon us and we got to buy some shit. And that's when you start remembering, oh, yeah, all those things that I had seen last year that I told myself I'll buy next year. Um, but with age comes like wisdom and with my age has come wisdom and probably like a frugality that I didn't know I was capable of. <laughs> Right. Like this idea of like, I've, I've, I got things I want, but I don't think I'm pulling the trigger on many this year. But there are some things that I have now over the last two or three years of this new wisdom realized uh, if you're going to get it, now's the time. Right. Like one of your soundboards? A soundboard at this time of year is not a bad purchase. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get it. Okay. Okay. But, but maybe, right? Um, I've got a great sound bar as it is. Sound right? bar, sorry, that's what it is. Yeah, no, no, I knew where you're going. I was also, I'm not going to lie, for a second there in my head, I was like, it would be a great time to buy an Elgato Steam Deck, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you did have me thinking for a second. Um, and and sound bar-wise, listen, man, I've got what I need right now. But for those who are listening and might be in the market for one, I will tell you this. Um, generally speaking, if you purchased a brand new soundbar in the last two or three years, you've got nothing to worry about. If you've got something that's maybe five years old, you might be in the same spot I'm in, where you've got beautiful 5.1 surround sound coming from this little sleek bar under your TV, but it doesn't get the Atmos, Right. And over the last three, four years, everybody's everybody's kind of been quietly releasing their Atmos bar. And in that first year, I get it. You don't want to, you know, you just bought the thing. You don't want to upgrade a soundbar you just bought for some brand new whizzy tech that you don't even know is any good. 
but you're five years into it now and the tech has turned out to be like very good. And it's turned out that over five generations, it's been refined very well. So I would say if you are someone who's had a soundbar, it's over five years old and you want to get into the Atmos game, now's the fucking time. This is the Black Friday you've been waiting for. This yeah. is this is where you can pick up yourself a nice so like Sonos like arc with probably three hundred like rears and a sub uh, for maybe four to five hundred bucks off of that package price normally, and that's that's a time. Uh, at, or at most, get yourself most, a good soundbar. At most, at most, right? get at yourself most. a Sonos. That should be their slogan. At most. I, I think the idea is uh, Sonos to me right now is one of those things where it, it, it feels premium. It looks premium. It sounds premium. It costs a little bit less than premium, though. It's like a weird it, word that makes me feel like it's premium. Yeah, right? Now, hey, listen, man, if you got money to drop, and if you're in the soundbar market this Black Friday, I'm going to steer you to the Nakamichi Dragon. Whoa, okay. I don't even know what that is. Is that a there brand? The Nakamichi a Nakamichi? Uh, it is. It sure oh. is. I'm sure they've made lightsabers in their past, John. Um, <laughs> nope. But like the Nakamichi <laughs> Dragon, that's one of those things where when you buy it, you're buying it because you know it's impressive. It does the job well. It's a little pricey, yes. But if you're playing in that ballpark, you've got the money, right? And I think there's a big difference between being the person who's like, I got the money to spend, so I bought all the boasts because... I want to impress my friends. So therefore, when they come over, they'll be like, wow, Bose. I know that that's pricey because I don't know anything. I just know Bose, right? Because like we've been trained. Like you see someone with an iPhone, you see someone with a Bose, you see somebody driving a Merc, like a Mercedes or something. There's a specific like thing that's been ingrained in our heads. But I implore on you people, there are the other ones out there who will say things like, yeah, that Mercedes is cool, but man, like, if you were going to spend that money to get that car and what you were trying to get out of it was that, maybe you should have just gotten the Maserati, right? And the Nakamichi is the Maserati of, like, soundbars where it's like, yeah, it's not a Bose. It's not a fucking Samsung, bro. It's a fucking Nakamichi. Like, yeah, it's got 11.1.4. Like, it's got everything you need. It's going to shake the neighbor's house. Like when you're watching movie, like it's one of those. You got the money to play with that, do it. Um, it is my new Sennheiser Ambio. And I say this only because I love the Sennheiser Ambio soundbar. Um, but if I'm going to like play in the playground of the rich, then I'm going to throw a couple hundred more bucks in and just get the Nakabichi. But for the actual people listening and the you and the me's, John, of the world, the ones who aren't playing with like thousands upon thousands of dollars for a soundbar who would like to buy a very, very, very nice soundbar for their house while also being able to buy something very, very, very nice for their spouse and or children uh, so that it doesn't feel like they spent it all on themselves. Um, there will be a, like there is a Samsung. Uh, you're going to want to look for the HQ or the Q series with the Atmos which always is generally four or 500 bucks off at this time of year and is with and, what you're and, saving. Yeah. You buy me a lightsaber. That's what I'm saying, buddy. That's what I'm saying. This is where you don't buy the Nakamichi for yourself. You get the Samsung. Uh, it And Hey man, boy math, girl math has been very fucking in this year or this last week or two or a month, I should say. 
boy math, girl math has been in. So using boy math, you save 500 bucks. You actually bought the lightsaber for free. Totally. That's how I justify my cable bill. That's how, <laughs> that's general. like, that's generally how a lot of people do a lot of things, right? I get like, crave for basically free because I have this and this and whatever. Like, it's, there yeah. you go. I get you Chipotle for free because yeah. I talk about them at least once a month on the podcast. Um, Life is oh, a series right. of justifications, totally. <laughs> that's, all, that's all it really is. Uh, other than that, what do I want? I want to maybe get a PS5. Yeah, okay. So you are thinking I'm, I'm, and, and now I'm starting to make the decisions of like, I want the PS5 Slim, I suppose. Do they have um, one? Slim? Well, it's coming out. Like, apparently, it's it, like they've announced it. It's coming out in like a week or two mm. it, it'll be in stores for like november and mm. the dif- the difference is uh i can mm. buy like the slim or i can buy the slim digital and uh and and this is honestly something that has been bugging me for the, like the last little while when i've been looking at the normal ps5s the idea of like do i want the disc one or not like i got a switch we me and the kids use it we put memory cards in it uh it's it's, it's got cartridges, so it's kind of like feels like a disc, but like generally a lot of the games we download. Like I do download to the console or to the game card, like to the little memory card. I've stopped really kind of buying the cartridges mm-hmm. um, just because it's so easy to fucking lose them. And I worry, right? Like it's like this way it's like it's in my account. I purchased it, but I understand like physical versus digital. That's an entire different fucking podcast episode we can get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, can I give you my two cents? Yeah, of course. Um, I think that the, one of the things about the PS5 is that it's big. It's real big. But at, even at that size, with the fans that are big as big as they can be in there, it still has overheating problems. So, like, I, I worry about the slim just cooking. And then yeah. as far as the disk drive goes, I mine has a disk drive. I never buy games ever. I always download. The reason I have the disc drive is because I maybe will still want to watch like one Blu-ray every couple months or yes, and that's that's why that's I have this where I'm at. Yeah. So yeah. I will I will say um, I'm, I'll send you some of the links and stuff. Um, the 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 smaller one. There are some advantages, John, in the sense that it doesn't come with the 865 gigabit hard drive. It comes with a full one terabyte hard drive. Hey, oh, now what the usable of it is, who knows? But like <laughs> there are there are some things that make the slim a little bit more advantageous, uh, like larger storage and a couple of other things. How they handled the heating, the thermal. God knows, man, like hopefully they engineered it right. Um, I don't know. As in like someone who's had. Like I stopped, I didn't buy a PS4. I'll tell you because I had already been that guy for Sony. I had had two Sony PS2s and three Sony PS3s, right? And at a certain point, it felt like, okay, man, like I like, can't you just make something that works the entire gen, <laughs> right? Like I don't know if there's anyone out there who buys a console for and it lasts the entire gen. Tell me you get ten years out of a console, right? Like some people might get lucky that way. I've never been, right? Yeah, Other yeah. than Nintendo. Nintendo's been, like, for me, my Nintendos have been lucky. I can still, I can dust off my SNES. And I bet you it'll work, right? Like, my 64 probably works. My Switch works great. Um, my Xbox 360 did the red ring of death. Do you remember that? 
Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Everybody used to get them. Like yeah. that's what I, I've never touched an Xbox because I felt like I heard more of my Xbox friends complain about it more than I complained about my PlayStation and how many times I had to replace it. Right. Yeah. So I was like, true. well, so I was like, okay, at least I'll stay with PlayStation because if I'm replacing them, I'm replacing them less. And generally when I'm replacing it, I'm replacing it for like my first gen dies and I buy the slim. Right. So like my PS3 died and by the time it was time to replace it, the PS3 slim was out. So fine. Okay. We'll do that. So I've skipped the entire PS4. I've skipped the entire first PS5, and maybe it's like I, I've, I think I've come to grips with the idea that they're going to die on me anyway. So I'm just going to get the slim, <laughs> right? I'm assuming it now. My assumption is it's going to be cheaper, but who knows? Because the way I mentioned the hard drive, and I mentioned that there's a few feature sets of the the slim that make it better, also make it sound like well, it's going to cost the exact same as the PS5 that's out right now. It'll probably cost the same. <laughs> It'll um, be the exact same cost. Right, what's now, the, uh, the availability going to be like on that? Well, they say you can get any of them in November. Mm-hmm. Like they've already apparently, like apparently now PS5s are in stock very well. Yeah. Come November, you can buy the Slim. Uh, now, here's something that's different and I want you to think about. They are <laughs> selling with the PS5 Slim uh, two ver- versions of the Slim, but if you happen to buy the digital edition of it um, and later on you decide you want to get games and or Blu-ray or your, let's say your, let's say you buy the digital edition because you've got a Blu-ray player at home, right? Mm-hmm. Something that I said, so this is a situation I'm in right now where I've got a Blu-ray player. It's great. Wow. Um, so if I need a PS5, maybe I don't need the discs, blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, at a later time, I'll be able to buy a detachable disk drive that they will be selling for seventy nine dollars cool. US, right? That's, so ninety nine cool. Canadian, right? It's um, like the same difference as buying it in the system. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Cool. So that's fine, I think. Um, so I think they're in the right place. Nintendo seems to be aligned with the idea of announcing a Switch too, um, <laughs> but uh, classic Nintendo. I don't think they ever announce. Like, I don't think they ever take advantage of a. Uh, christmas season right like i don't remember the switch being I, I feel like the switch was announced something in like march yeah they set their own rules right yeah i feel like nintendo does that where they it's like here it's like march or april and they're like here buy them and then come december we'll just like remind everybody that they're here yeah. right like it, they always get ahead of the curve i feel so i feel like i'm going to be waiting till like early next year for the switch Two, anyways nintendo also doesn't discount they're the most expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're crazy. Yeah. Well, there's so many rumors coming about with what they're doing with the new one. Uh, the one I read was interesting in that, like, what's been confirmed is two things. First is, like... well, the first one is NVIDIA has approached Nintendo about branding. Hmm. Right? So, like, as we know, the NVIDIA, like, Tegra 1X1 chip is, like, what powers the Switch. Apparently, NVIDIA's got, like, a new, like, super duper chip that they've been working on for the switch Two, uh that would make the nvidia or sorry the the nvidia chip that they've designed for the switch Two would put the switch Two on par with like the early ps5 xbox 361 i don't know what the hell whatever they're called xbox x series x whatever their most recent consoles are um so that you would be able to have somewhat close to that kind of gameplay what are you calling it nvidia you don't call it nvidia (laughs) 
NVIDIA, isn't it? NVIDIA? NVIDIA? I think it's NVIDIA. 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 Uh, man, now, now that's going to be stuck. But like, so what they want, what they want essentially is uh, like, listen, man, we want like, you know, like the Intel inside. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, remember when you'd buy a laptop and it would have a freaking Intel logo saying Intel inside? Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. Or or you buy a GameCube back in the day and you used to buy a Nintendo GameCube and on the box, it would have like a, a ATI logo for like powered by ATI graphics or whatever, right? Oh, NVIDIA okay. wants something like that. They either want it on the, the console or on the box or something. So that's hurdle one. Uh, hurdle two, apparently, is that like, there's claims that they might be able to run GTA 6 on a Switch 2. And that if they could be able to prove it and get it to work, that they would really want it to be a thing. And that's... <laughs> that just makes so many things happen for me, John, because if they were... Listen, this is what I'm going to say. If I've, if I've got a PS5 ready to go in the cart on Black Friday, and just about right when I'm about to say fucking ship this to me, uh, I get like a notification saying uh, Nintendo confirms Switch to GTA 6 availability. I might not fucking buy the PS5. Listen, um, that to me is such BS because what they're saying is we maybe can even run a current generation video game. Like well, all they're, they're admitting saying. to is that they maybe will just be good enough. Like, but but John, don't you see why that makes it believable? <laughs> like, they're going to release. See- a new system, a next-gen right. system that's going to be maybe just as good as the PS5. Maybe. maybe John, that, the that makes sense. If you if you are a current Switch owner, I tell you this right now, a current a Switch owner who hears them say that they might be just good enough makes you go, holy shit, they might just be good enough. Because they've never once told you that they're going to be I'm not good a Nintendo enough, fan. Right? I'm not a big Nintendo so guy. Yeah, I'm not I, I a, just I love the idea that it's like wow. They're hoses. <laughs> oh, it's it's an amazing thing. Um, <laughs> but like it it is one of those things where it's like, huh, that would give me the that's the only thing that would give me pause. That would make me go, you know what, maybe I don't need the PS5 because like what was I gonna play on it anyways? Madden, GTA six, Gran Turismo, like those are the three games I'd probably get into. Spider-Man uh, two. Perhaps, but you know what? I used to have Call of Duty. I used to have Modern War. I remember like all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Okay. I digress, but here's a quick 30-second story for you, John, that you'll love and appreciate. I knew exactly when I was no longer a very good gamer, like quote-unquote, <laughs> like I wasn't a gamer anymore. I, I, I remember the moment specifically. I'm living in Toronto, in Etobicoke. Um, I had not gotten married or anything, so I was living with my sister at the time, but I wanted to like... I was going to EB games to trade in stuff, right? Like, you know, over the years you'd do that, right? Like you you sure. got over you got over rock band and guitar hero, you trade in the fucking lumbersome equipment, you get something different, right? Um I go in and I do all this stuff and I'm like, yeah, and I got this one here, man. I like I just throw a game like onto the counter a little bit. I'm like, yeah, and I got this one. Take a look. And like EB games, trade in, those of you who aren't familiar, you know, sometimes like, you know, you pay eighty bucks for a game. You're you're lucky to get like 10, 20, 30 bucks, right? Like you'd be lucky, <laughs> lucky right? Luck, very, very fucking lucky. lucky, right? And I'm being like, that's what I'm saying. So I used to do they this. I got enough. a promotion on that skew this week. That's why I used to do this enough that I knew, um, like you know, ten bucks, twenty bucks. I, I paid eighty bucks for the. That's fucking fantastic. Let's go, right? Like that's great. 
Um, so imagine my surprise when I throw in front of him uh, what I can only imagine to be John, like Great some sort of special <laughs> fucking collector, uh, first edition, blah, blah, like. <laughs> I, he looks at me and he's like, oh, this, uh, you, look, you know what I mean? They, they, they pull up their little computer with the little spreadsheet so you get to see the numbers. And huh? the number was ridiculous, John, as in five bucks less than I had paid for this game possibly two years prior. And it was a Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And it was apparently uh, one of those like super duper first edition-y things <laughs> that came with like all the fucking goodies. <laughs> and like, because it was one of the first prints or something like this was like worth a lot. And I was just wow. like, yeah, yeah, man, go for it. Cause like, I was like, I'm just going to pick up the new game. I'm here to get today anyways. And that's when I knew like going home, I was like, Oh, I don't give a f do I? Because naturally I should have been like, well, I should, I should keep that. I should put that in a glass case and I shall never play it again. And apparently it's going to be worth something in the future too. Um, I don't know. You think it's worth anything right now? I would say it's maybe worth like 20 bucks more than what I paid for it. Right. Like I think it was one of those things where it had value, not for what it was, but for what it was. Right. Like the idea of like when you have like a first edition of a book uh, or if you've got like the hard cover of something, or if you've got like a signed copy of something, something, right. Like it makes it kind of a little bit, whatever, or, or like a rare Jersey, like sports Jersey that like, you know, a guy played on the team for like one year and like you were able to get like, is there something to it that I was like, what the, but yeah. I had no, I, I gave a little nothings about it. Right. Like that's when I kind of was like, oh, oh, I'm not good at this anymore. Right. Like <laughs> giving a crap about games and like what it means and all that stuff. Does it mean that I'm a gamer because I had bought in 2013 when it came out the Grand Theft Auto five, like ultimate edition. And I still have the hat and the money bag, and the backpack, or whatever. Like, it came with, like, a bunch of stuff. The, obviously, the game isn't worth anything, because it's digital. But, like, it has, like, a booklet of art, and, like, there's a bunch of stuff. I still have all of it, and it's all in good shape. Does that mean I am a gamer? <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'm trying to think, man. I, there was a game. There was a GTA game that I got really, really deep into. Probably four. Um, GTA 4 with uh, Nico or something. Nico. Yeah, that was it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Liberty City. Yeah, I don't remember Vice City. I'm looking at them right now. And so it's like to me, like, yeah. I, I wanted to like say. Uh, I wanted to say the first one I played was San Andreas. Hmm. The first one I had ever played was, I think, San Andreas and got a feel for, but it wasn't my game. Uh, but I remember, yeah, now that you, now that I'm kind of going through a GTA four, I guess, eh? Yeah. Liberty city, Nico Bellic, which kind of is like a New Yorkish, right? Yeah. It's supposed to be New York. Yeah. They're all like that. Like, um, Vice city is Miami. That uh, one I Liber played. I Liberty, remember GTA four. Yeah. I played Liberty that a lot. City is New York. And then Los Santos is Los Angeles. So six is the one that's coming. Yeah, and I played four heavily. Like I played that one like a guy who actually gave a shit. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm excited. That means I've only missed five. Yeah, but five has been out for ten years. <laughs> but I mean, God, like that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. I don't have to play it to get a feel for six, do I? I don't think. 
They make right. like a billion dollars a year selling like uh, online money. So they don't, they're not, they haven't been in any rush to release six. Like, I don't I'm know. Fine. I'm, that's good. That's good for me, John. Like, this yeah. is like, this is like someone who's like, I like Indiana Jones. I'm like, well, I got good news for you. They make one like every 12 years now. Right. Like another fine. thing, another thing that's good, even though we're not getting too far into gaming. Yeah. Is that. Rockstar, the studio, isn't under pressure to get the next one out, right? Like, no one's going to say to Rockstar, hey, we got a timeline. The pre- the previous one isn't making money because it is still making money. So they can let that thing yeah. cook until it's done, and they can release it, like, in great shape. Like, it won't be, like, plagued with bugs upon release and patches and stuff like that. There might be a patch, but... I bet you it'll be a good working, perfect game, just like GTA Five was when it's released, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I imagine. And like, listen, man, uh, this is part of the holiday thing, right? Like, I imagine Spider-Man Two, original PS Five consoles at Black Friday will be yeah. your best value, right? Like, those totally. will be your best value. If you want to get the slim, I bet you they will not be bundled with anything. Uh, I bet you you won't get the deals you want, but that's part of it, right? Like, if you want the Spider-Man 2 game and you want another controller and you want it at the same price as the new Slim, that comes with, like, maybe not as much. Like, that's what it's going to be. I'll tell you something PlayStation did, Um, especially when the PS5 was scarce. uh, Retail stores who sold it would only sell it as a bundle. Like the PlayStation Five, like I bought mine as a bundle with uh, Aloy is the character name. I can't remember. Anyways, I'm I thinking it. of Tomb Raider, so you know I'm off. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically Tomb Raider. Though. <laughs> I'm gonna cut all this because I can't remember. But um, right. <laughs> I bought my PlayStation as a bundle with the game um, because that was the only way they were selling it. Because then mm-hmm. they could throw in a di- like it, it's not even a hard disk. I got a. Yeah code for a digital copy of the game but they can sell that and like increase their margin because they're selling like a digital copy of the game with the system so you can't just go into a retail store and buy it so that might they might do the Mm -hmm. same thing with the ps5 slim where it will only be like if you go to try to go to best buy they're only going to sell it with bundles yeah they're i mean like they'll have options sony's got options now they've got spider-man 2 as a game uh nintendo I mean, listen, they weren't slouching, right? Super Mario Wonder came out the exact same day, right? Like, they both came out on the 20th. So, like, therefore, they know what they're doing going into the season, right? Like, they know they know what they're trying to do as well. Um, and they'll, they'll push as many fucking switches as they can for the last time, probably. But they've sold a shit ton of them, right? Like, that, Super there's... Super Mario Wonder. Uh, and the reviews are apparently amazing. Right, like it's the most engrossing, like nostalgia. But like I've never, I haven't read a bad one yet. Every review is, it's like it's challenging in a different way, but it's two D, and it's like it takes you back, but it doesn't take you back. Like it's, and and the and the Nintendo guys themselves coming out with like, this is where I know it's all kind of hogwash, but not. <laughs> the idea is that the the guys at Nintendo were like, well, yeah, they told us to make the game, but they didn't give us a deadline. They just kind of said make it. And so here we are, and it's admittedly it's like four or five years later after they've been tasked with making the game. Um, 
But I just find it's really telling that it comes out in time for like the last Christmas season that the Switch is going to have. Like they might not have thought, they may not have been told there was a deadline, but somehow they miraculously like, like did all of the Feng Shui in all of Japan make it so that like Nintendo's plans all lined up like this? Like, I don't know. Right. Who knows? We'll Maybe see. they were we'll sitting on it. Hey, you don't know. Maybe it was done a year ago and they just held on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and I think if that's the case, that's why the reviews might be so good because when something was done a year ago and you're like, you know what guys, it's done, but uh, we're going to give you another year to just done it more. You know, can I tell you something Gaurav, that I don't like about Nintendo? You may have guessed that I'm not a Nintendo fan. Oh, I could tell, but it's like, but here's I always my... thought that was just Chris Pratt, but it might be something else. Here's my biggest thing about Nintendo. Okay. And no one talks about this. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, but people will say, Oh my God. Breath of the Wild is like the best video game ever. They've done such an amazing job with it. Blah, blah, blah. Kiss Nintendo's ass. But what I always say is, yeah, it should be good. They've made 26 fucking Zelda games. Like, they're just remaking the same eight games. Like, their catalog is 12 games deep. And they just remake the same stupid. Like, how many Super Marios have there been that are T- too deep? Like, but it's John, not innovating. It's not. I mean, I we just like talked that. about the sixth Grand Theft Auto, right? And Six. and a lot. Of, yeah, but I mean, like, listen, it'll be twenty. But like, how long did it take for these guys to come to the table, anyways? Right? Like, if, if the PlayStation One had come out in nineteen eighty six, I'm a, I tell you right now, you'd be playing Grand Theft Auto fourteen, and you'd be onto like Assassin's Creed sixteen, and like, because like Madden itself has been around every like all of the they all do it. It's just. What I love about Nintendo and what I think is great is that like their their shit is almost DC Marvel like in the sense of like what a what a Mario and a Zelda and a Donkey Kong mean to the company versus like how badly Forza and Halo really mean to Xbox. Right? Like I think Xbox could not like you can't like as I think Sony does it better. Like Sony can sell PlayStations just on Gran Turismo, right? Some people will be like, "I'll get it because I'm not a Forza person, I'm not an Xbox person, so I'll get Sony because I want a racing simulator, so I'll get Gran Turismo." But if you don't really care about those titles that are like unique to them, um, and you're a child, more importantly, right? Like Nintendo's market is also not Nintendo's market is mainly. Yeah, I'm, adults, I'm not their adult, market. Right? You're not their market, right? Like their their market is adults who are casual gamers who want to play with their kids or nostalgia, kids who, yeah. right? And, and kids who feel challenged and then therefore are like this is why like when the rumors of Microsoft possible like all this trial stuff that came out right with the Activision and, and the closing of the deal, some of the emails that leaked were internal emails between Nintendo and Sony, uh, Microsoft. Sorry. Or, or it was kind of hinted or intimated that, like, you know, it would make sense for Microsoft at some point to buy Nintendo. And and if Microsoft was ever open to that idea, Nintendo's not exactly not open to the idea. End of email. Kind of like, right? Like, the idea of, like, if you, we could make it happen. Because it only makes sense, like, you could buy them and keep them so separate 
Because the entire ecosystem is built for like Nintendo gamers to age out of Nintendo and look for the next thing. And if the next thing naturally happens to be the Xbox, because there's some sort of synergy built through, then you're fine. Like there, there would be like what, what Sony's trying to do. Well, Sony doesn't have to do anything because they are just like really good at what they do. If you're a core gamer, you enjoy Sony and that's your shit. That's your first state console. And then your, your Xbox is there and maybe you got a PC, right? Um, I don't see a lot of Xbox PC gamers. I see a lot of PS5 PC gamers. Yeah, because Xbox, like, if you have it's practically a PC, a PC right? Like, yeah. it's, and you it's can so, play every Xbox game on a PC. So, right. So, so therefore, it's like PS5 dominates that sort of like area of like console. Yeah, because the PS5, or sorry, the the PC and Xbox, they they effectively compete with one another, mm-hmm. um, and then that's it. So Nintendo hands off gamers at a certain age and is like now that you're all grown up child and you can witness blood and titties here you go the the consoles where the m's go right and it's like okay cool there they go and, and so i think that's fine like i because i because sony and xbox can't do a mario man they just can't like a, yeah. what it you know what I mean like a fun puzzly game a game that's puzzles uh, you know what I mean? Like all the shit that you play on your phone now, where you're like, I'm going to get to level 14 on your phone. Like that's a Mario game. Everybody's just made a Mario game where it's like, break the block, jump over the thing, swim through the this, go down the pipe. Right? That's every, every like every fucking monkey game or frog game or anything that exists on your phone is that. So that's why it's like, it's fun. But there's... um. I think there's a correlation between like people who enjoy Nintendo games and like nostalgic gaming and playing retro video games and it's there's kind of like a like a positive like more youthful approach to gaming. Yes, I would agree with that. And um everyone that I know that's like a big Nintendo person also like has an N64 or like, you know, plays like their old NES and, you know, like they also have like old retro gaming consoles and stuff like that. And they, I mean, and, listen, I can break it down in the racial terms that this podcast is famous for. If you're a young Korean girl, you're going to play with a Switch. If you're a young Japanese boy, you play with a PS5. Well, I guess that's it. I, we've said it here, guys. That's, uh, I don't even know <laughs> where to go from it. there. Yeah, I'll geez. tell you where to go. I'll tell you where to go. Um, what other kind of tech are you after? Are you a robot vacuum kind of fella? <laughs> no, I don't have a big enough apartment. <laughs> well, that's why the robot is the best, right? It just keeps going. It's like a, it's like a dog, but not. You know what I mean? It. Uh, I feel like the robot vacuum is the perfect Black Friday purchase for anyone who has is lonely enough to ever say to themselves, I could really use a pet, uh, <laughs> but is neurotic and clen- like a cleanliness freak to the point where they're like, I will never get a pet because the pet makes too much mess. Get yourself a Roomba and you've got yourself essentially a dog that cleans up after himself. Um, good time of year to get it. Get and then you put like here. googly eyes on it or something like that. Have you seen those videos? <laughs> I'll send them to you, man. I'll, like I'm not on the TikTok, but like you know, as as the old people say, uh, uh, a TikTok yesterday 
is uh, two months from now's Instagram reel. So it'll get to me. Uh, and, and you can I will... feed it? Like you could sprinkle seeds on the carpet or whatever? No, no, there's actual, and... there's actual <laughs> things where people, like, dress up their, their, their Roombas, like, actual, like, with ears on them and, like, all these things to make it look like stuff. Like, cosplay it. They, they really, like, like, here, like a SpongeBob. I've seen, like, a SpongeBob a Roomba. I've seen, like, oh. you know what I mean? Like, those kinds of things. Like, uh, like, like having an M- a cat. An, like an Eminem man, Roomba, right? Those kinds of things. It's like uh, the cat thing without the smell of the litter box. Perfect. No. It never goes inside. You but don't I'm need just a yard. I'm just saying. Yeah. Perfect. If you like to stay clean, John. You're selling me. You're selling me on this. This is the time. Black Friday is also your time if you're like someone who uh, perhaps doesn't like to clean, but likes to portray that you clean a lot. Like a Dyson, for example. It's a great time to get a hundred to two hundred bucks off a of Dyson around this time of year. Uh, it it shows people, hey, look at me. I take suction seriously, um, uh, but it also at the same time portrays that you probably really don't use it that much and you're not that good at it. Because like, if you were a real true cleaner, you would know that Dyson doesn't really do like Dyson. Like, I hate to keep fucking harping on Bose. It's not that they make bad products, but it's just that like I've never seen like such a mediocre product marketed so well. And Dyson is one of those things again, where the vacuums are kind of mediocre. Like compared oh, to it. Yes. I like thought you they were the best. That's what they would love you to believe. Um, right. Like, and, and they're great. And my joke back, back 20 years ago when I Not used like to own plastic and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had a few of them in my life. And, and I remember someone asking me once, Oh, you've got a Dyson. Like, what do you think? Like, do you like it? Uh, and and I would say, you know, they say it never loses suction. And I'll be honest, you can't lose something you never had to begin with. <laughs> right? Like, it's just one of those things where it, it's, it's a lot of hype for something that works just as well as, like, things that are half the price. Now, that this is where I'm going to get you on this. Uh, or, or explain it further for our listeners who are in the season and have been like, you know what, I was thinking about that Dyson stick back, blah, blah, blah. On sale, 200 bucks off. It's going to be like, what, still 300 <clears throat> I assure you, Canadian Tire's got some sort of Hoover kicking around for like 70% off at any given time for like 100 bucks, right? And it will get the job done just as well. But, but if you were convinced that you wanted to spend that amount, I would... I would push you to our German friends, the Miele, M-I-E-L-E, the Miele's. Now, that's a vacuum that does what it's supposed to do, right? I don't want to say that I'm the guy who spends all of his, like, waking nights where he can't fall asleep reading about the best vacuums of 2023, but I may just have done that recently, John, and I'm coming at you, and I'm telling you right now, the Miele, that's the one to go with. There are brands like that, right? There are brands like the Kirby, uh, used to be sold door-to-door, since like 1930, and I can tell you this, my, my parents were suckers enough to buy one in like 1989 when somebody knocked on their door. Uh, but I, I thought they were suckers, and I, I take it back because that sucker lasted like 25 years, right? Yeah, totally. Gaurav, you know what doesn't suck? You are oh, faithful listener. Thank you. Thank no, you. not you. I'm talking to the people who are still listening to the podcast right now. Them, I should have said, I guess, because I didn't... Like threw threw you for a loop there. If you're still listening, listening. you guys definitely don't suck. Uh, I was trying to be nice to the people that are here. 
<laughs> okay, I get it. And John, I've got something to say to the same people who might be still here with us right now. We went over a few things. Uh, Halloween is fantastic. It's a great time to hand out some candies and get dressed up. But Black Friday's coming right up around the corner. And and now you're thinking, I might need that soundbar and I might need that vacuum. Uh, you've got a few weeks, folks, to get into the DMs. John loves them. He loves getting a nice DM on his Instas. Okay? Nothing makes this boy happier than waking up on his Instagrams and seeing somebody slide in. So slide in and let this guy know what it is that you want to buy at Black Friday that you want us to research a little bit further for you. Clearly, it's a busy time. you got plans. you got you got Halloween parties to get to, uh, Christmas bouquets and shit and, and baskets to buy. Uh, tell us. Tell us what you want us to look into, be it headphones, video games, uh, cars, whatever it is. We'll, we got a few weeks here. We will make your purchasing life easier. Thank you, Gora, for that tip for everybody. Can you confirm that at gmail.com? That's where you can, you can reach out to us too if you want. Or Instagram at can you confirm that? Uh, and we got. Yeah, go follow that. I got some offline news for you on, on our new social presences in the future. Mm. It's going to get interesting, I think. Stuff, it's going to get interesting. All right. Well, again, thank you so much for listening to this episode, episode 162. Can you confirm that? Goroff, have a great week, buddy. All right, buddy. Good luck with the shopping. Okay. Bye. Bye. It was just some toy maker got to decide who wanted to spend the most money on promotion that year. And they decided that that was the toy. There was so many like Xmas toys of the year. Did you ever have any of them? I think I had Nintendo. <laughs>